0: Coming up, I'm going to be talking about Frozen Free blowing Jennifer Lee away. I'll also be talking about a brand new Disney Plus original series from the UK called *Culprits*. Plus, I'll share my thoughts on the first episode of the second season of Loki. But before we go any further, make sure you do hit that subscribe button to keep up with the latest Disney Plus news. So when Bob Iger returned as the new CEO of Disney after being gone for... Well, barely a year, and replacing Bob Chapek. One of the first things he did at his first quarterly financial results was announced that he was creating some brand new films based on Zootopia, Frozen, and also Toy Story. Now, we've not really heard too much more about these projects since the initial announcement, But recently, at the London Film Festival, um, the head of Disney Animation, Jennifer Lee, kind of gave us a little bit of an update on the progress of Frozen 3. All I can say is that every morning last week they carved out space for me to work with the creative team on it and I'm blown away. I'm so excited. I don't know what I'm doing on it yet. I'm not doing nothing except doing what I do now, which is work on every project as a team and I'm there with the creative, but with Frozen just a little bit more. It's important to note with Jennifer Lee that she was the co-director of the first two films. She also Um, co-wrote the first film, so therefore she's very much invested in Frozen as a franchise. Basically, the reason she's got the job now is because she was so, um, just a major part of why Frozen was a success, and it makes sense to kind of keep her on the team. Now, whether or not she's going to be directing it, whether or not her role will allow for that, I don't know, But it's definitely interesting to see that things are starting to move on and they're now having little team meetings and stuff getting the film together. It's probably going to be years away from hitting our screens, but at least now we know um, that there is some work on it. It's obviously going to be a high priority for Disney. They want some big hits at the cinema and Frozen is pretty much, I would say, guaranteed to do so. But obviously in the meantime, we can still watch the Frozen films on at Disney+. We can also watch the um, shorts and all the other bits and pieces that you can find on Disney Plus. But let us know, are you excited about Frozen Free? I'd love to hear your thoughts on that in the comments below. Also taking place this week at the London Film Festival is a special premiere of the upcoming British original series, Culprits, which is gonna be arriving on Disney Plus on the 8th of November. So we're gonna get all eight episodes. As with other British originals, expect to see it on Hulu in the United States and on Disney Plus around the world. We got a brand new poster for it, but now we have at least got a release date for it. Definitely looks pretty interesting. Culprits kicks off where most crime stories end after a high stakes heist when the crew of elite criminals have gone their separate ways and have tried to leave their old lives behind the past and present collide when a ruthless assassin starts targeting them one by one. Why are they being stalked? Who is behind the mayhem and then will they be able to find one another in time to protect themselves and the people they love? Going off the poster itself it looks like it's going to be a lot um, very interesting. I'm definitely going to be involved in watching this one. Um, yeah, It's just the idea of having an assassin going after criminals from a heist just sounds a little bit different. I also love the fact that we're getting a British, British original. Can't get enough of that stuff, especially on Disney Plus. the The stuff we've seen so far, like Wedding Season and Extraordinary, have been really good. Um, So yeah, I've got high hopes for this one, but are you excited about culprits? Let us know in the comments below. Today, Disney did release the first episode of the second season of Loki on Disney Plus, but that's not all. If you're at the Avengers Campus in Disneyland Resort at California Adventure Theme Park, you can now see Loki and also OB for a limited time. They've done this in the past for other Disney Plus launches like with Moon Knight, with What If, and a whole host of different shows. So it's nothing uh, you wouldn't expect, but this one's gonna be very limited, so if you're at the park, Check it out. Um, You never know where they're going to be walking around or where they pop out. It's one of the cool things about the Avengers campus. You never know who you're going to go to see. I mean, I know when I was there last year for the D23 event, you know, you had like um, Doctor, I was walking along and like Doctor Strange was walking around the top, and suddenly then um, the Wakanda Warriors and stuff, they all came out. It was great. I I really enjoyed it. It's a great great little area, and I think it just makes sense for them to do these little tie ins and stuff. But yeah, you're going to be um, checking it out. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Moving on from there, let's now talk about the first episode of Loki. Obviously it's doing the same thing we've seen with Ahsoka, where it drops um, much earlier than it used to. So for me, it's about two o'clock in the morning. I don't get up at that time, I want to watch it. I watched it uh, the minute I got up this morning, um, but obviously it drops at 6pm at Pacific, 9pm Eastern. Saw so quite a lot of confusion online yesterday with people talking about when's it dropping, kind of the idea of you know expecting it to be there when they woke up on the 5th, rather than having to wait till the evening. Um, very much uh, quite a few of us, including myself, did point out to a few people, no, you have got it early, you have not got it late. I think the idea instantly went in, oh, what? It's late. Um, why have they delayed it? It's like, no, they've actually pulled it forward. It's earlier than it should be. So that's, again, is that kind of half full or half empty? <laughs> that's kind of how you look, look at it. But watched this episode, really, really, really enjoyed it. Thought it was... Uh, I, there's just something about Loki which is unlike anything else. The, the, the dynamic between the characters, not really knowing what's going on. It just, again, feels in a very different zone to those other Marvel shows. Um, I think, again, with it being Loki, who's such a major part of the films. And you really, like this first episode, you really are starting to feel like we're gearing up here for the, you know, we are in the multiverse saga. And it does feel like Loki is very much that thing that's kind of intertwining all this stuff together and really setting things up you know i mean i feels like this episode did more for kang than we saw with like the last ant-man movie it just you know like setting up all the different branches and stuff and whether or not that's how we're going to get like uh, Kang Dynasty and it's, yeah Loki is definitely kind of setting the tone for what to expect. I really enjoyed it. Lots of great stuff in here. You got like the, the like him jumping between time. It looked pretty painful. You also got um, Ob in there. I mean he's a fantastic character as well. Um, more Owen Wilson. I I've always liked Owen Wilson and everything he's been in. That sort of his style just seems to work so well with Loki. Yeah, I just watched this one and was just like, this is just, yeah, this was great, this was kind of that feeling that, um, yeah, it was just, it's just so much better than the other Disney Plus series, you know, that kind of, it is very good, really looking forward to watching the rest of the series, Um, there's just so much about it, there's lots of little hints and little things and lots of um, elements of stuff being brought in that I think is going to be a major issue. Just the whole idea of him jumping between the times, and we don't know what's going on. Yeah, it, it just, it just feels great to be back in the TVA and just exploring this thing. You know, we've not seen a second season of any Marvel show before, and yeah, I've just really, really enjoyed it. Lo- lo- loving to see where this one goes, but what did you think of Loki? Um, I honestly, sitting here, I'm really struggling with anything to sort of say that I didn't like about it. Um, but yeah, so let us know what you thought of Loki today. And obviously, as well as Loki, there were some other new releases today. There was a lot of classic Disney cartoons that we'll put on there, ready for the Disney 100. Haven't checked them out yet. Some of them haven't really been on sort of streaming or anything, or even online very much before. So looking forward to watch these restored version. There was also some other new content as well, adding um, a new documentary, Bobby Wine, that was put on from National Geographic in the US and in Canada, there was also some new ABC new stuff dropped in Australia, New Zealand and in Canada. But yeah, lots of great stuff to be watching this weekend, but uh, let us know what you're gonna be watching. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that in the comments below. In our comment of the day, which comes from Joe in reference to the new season of Behind the Attraction, who asked, if there's a third season, would, what 10 attractions would you like to be included? I think that's very interesting to see the idea of what 10 attractions, because there's so many different ones they could um, go on, you know, and I think kind of spreading out to different things is a good idea. Um, I would love to see one about the water parks. I mean, that's not necessarily a single attraction, but maybe if they did one on Blizzard Beach or if they did one on... um, I think that would work really well. Um, Like Mystic Manor over at um, Hong Kong Disneyland is an amazing attraction. I'd love to see them do a little bit of work on that one. But I don't know, if, by the time I get to like the end of season two, they've kind of done the big core cool ones, like Big Thunder Mountain, Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, yeah, so I don't know if, I mean, we're gonna be getting very much, I think, in, if we get into a third season of 10 attractions, it's gonna be kind of different. Maybe they can do something like um, like Everest, but I don't know, it's, it's gonna be tricky, I think, in terms of how many they've got left to do. There's a lot of them all over the place, but I don't know if you've got enough to maybe do an entire episode on it. Um, I mean, yeah, it's, it's very tricky in terms of doing it. Maybe look at some of the resorts a little bit more, but we're definitely getting into the weeds then of different kind of things to look at. But maybe even do one about um, one of the Disney Cruise Lines. That would be really cool. I mean, maybe do like the Disney Wish or something like that. Um, could be a great way of kind of extending this show out. That's technically not behind the attraction, but you could say Disney Cruises. I mean, they've got the aqueduct on board and they've got other stuff, so that may be a, a, a different way. I mean, if they can do one about food at the parks, why not? But yeah, what attractions would you like to see in a third season of Beyond the Attraction? I'd love to know your thoughts on that in the comments below. I'm gonna go check us out over at what's on at disneyplus.com, like, follow and subscribe, and I shall see you guys soon later.